Vision 7 Radio Network welcomes Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, heard every Monday at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Time, using nearly 200 years of abundant and consistent afterlife evidence, quantum physics, consciousness research, and ancient writings, we seek to understand who and what we are, how reality works, the nature of God, and the meaning and purpose of our lives. Join Roberta weekly to better understand our one reality and gain insights into how we can make the most of the glorious eternal beings that we are. Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. I know that some Seek Reality listeners think that occasionally our topics might range more broadly than you sometimes think might be wise. But there it is. Whenever I come across something new that interests me, my first thought is perhaps it might also interest you. And there always is more to learn. Isn't it wonderful? Even after more than 50 years of doing this research, my afterlife picture is pretty complete by now, but we're still picking up another wrinkle or two, just enough to keep us interested. And another thing that is that our bodies interact with our minds, at least while we're still here on Earth. And that's helpful for you to better see, sometimes better to see what works and what doesn't work and what our spiritual development actually is. And of course, all of that is central to our whole purpose as to why we even come to Earth at all. And that's, of course, when, where Jesus naturally comes in. So I'm, I'm working, I should just as an aside tell you on a solo presentation for you about what Jesus tells us about why he actually did come to earth in the first place. I'll give it to you here in a few weeks time. I think it may surprise you actually, but as we work to prepare teachings by Jesus.com to go live by the 1st of March, giving Jesus his say is giving us some surprises, quite frankly. It probably would have been helpful to Christianity to actually have read the gospel teachings a lot more closely before they let their whole religion fall apart. But, but hindsight is always 2020, and that's all a topic for another day. For today, our topic is something called endorphins, believe it or not, and our guest today is my friend Joyce Stewart. There are several interesting spiritual seekers whose careers I've been following for years, and I've had them as Seek Reality guests on occasion. This actually is Joyce's eighth Seek Reality visit, but she's been kind of off my radar as a guest for a while, although I do read all her regular emails, and her emails on endorphins a couple of months back caught my eye. Then when I emailed her last week and I said, hey, Joyce, how shall we promote this? She sent me a real corker of an answer. This is what she said. She said, these are these are the questions you should tell people we're going to be addressing next week. She said, 
what do pleasure and emotional and physical pain have in common? I thought, oh, that sounds really kinky. She said, do you ever find yourself seeking pleasurable experiences, but finding they just don't last? Do you find yourself more sensitive to life's emotional or physical pain? Do you find a difficult time recovering from life's setbacks? Do you feel intense or chronic sadness? If you can relate to any of the above, be sure to tune in to Seek Reality when psychotherapist and energy healer Joyce Stewart will be discussing endorphins, whose important brain chemicals are what we really need to enjoy our lives. And I thought, oh, wow, I can't wait to hear this myself. So here she is this week to talk about it. Joyce, welcome. I'm so glad to have you back with us again. Thank you for having me on the show. Looking forward to talking about this topic with uh, the people that listen to your show here. (laughs) Tell us, what are endorphins? Because I, you know, I read your email, but then I now I can't find it. What are they exactly? Well, endorphin is a type of brain chemical. So I want to first just kind of give a brief overview of what brain chemicals are and why we need them. So when electricity in the human body reaches your brain, and we are all this electromagnetic system is what we are created to be, it gets processed through what we call biochemical neurotransmitters. And they create these chemical reactions in your brain. And so we have all these neurons that are always connecting with each other in our brain. And if we're a healthy person, they connect very, very fast and they exchange chemicals back and forth between the connections. If we're not healthy, they move very slowly. Sometimes they don't connect. And sometimes the chemicals are not getting back and forth in the receptors the way they're supposed to. So all of these chemicals are going to affect your thoughts, your emotions, and your behaviors. So when they're balanced, you got plenty of the chemicals. Everything's good in your life. You're healthy, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. When they're out of balance, then you're having some, probably some emotional, mental, physical issues or problems within your body, mind system. And so these endorphins are one of these chemicals and they're also a hormone. This kind of makes them unique. They're a little bit of both, but they're considered the body's natural painkillers in the sense that they can make pain more tolerable and they can also enhance pleasure. So they're wow. proteins that block the pain signals from occurring within your physical being. Wow, and that sounds amazing. I never, re- I, I had never heard of that. Yeah, so that they do a number of different things, but the one they're known for is blocking the pain. But then the, how it works is once they block the pain, then they activate this chemical called dopamine, and dopamine, which allows us to feel more pleasure and excitement and joy in our life. So endorphins and dopamine work together as partners. Well, that is really amazing. Yes. And, and so where, where do they, are endorphins produced? They're produced in two they? parts. They're produced in the brain as neurotransmitters, but they're also produced in your pituitary gland. And then they go into the bloodstream. And when they're produced that way, they are called hormones. But when they're produced in the brain, and the neuro, they're called neurotransmitters. So endorphins can be produced in two different ways in two different parts of our body system. Oh, my goodness. We all produce them, of course. and We all produce them. That's correct. Our body naturally produces endorphins, um, but sometimes it doesn't produce enough. And there are things that we can do to encourage it to produce more of these endorphins for us. And what are those things? What are those things? Well, let me go through them. I've got, let's see. There's actually 17 different ways that we can release more endorphins into our body mind system. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you should find at least a couple of these on here that you can do. 
Okay. And they're not in any particular order as I read through these. Uh, one is exercise. So any type of exercise, any type of movement is going to stimulate the body to produce more endorphins. And that's why exercise makes you feel good. Exactly right. That's right. You hear about people talk about that runner's high that they get. Those are their endorphins kicking in. Wow. Okay. Another one's acupuncture. So through acupuncture, they can place the needles in different skin points in the skin that triggers the release of endorphins. Okay. Meditation, spending time breathing deeply, focusing on your brain, helps reduce the endorphins to bring you that sense of calm and also easing any pain that you may have. Yoga, doing yoga exercise. Here again, this is another form of exercise, but it's also incorporates some of the deep breathing, the meditation to release more endorphins. Massage, also is helping moving the body, the physical body through massage will release some endorphins, especially those that are going through the blood system, the circulatory system. Aromatherapy. So once again, you're using massage, but you're including these essential oils to it that can reduce release endorphins. Um, here's one most people probably know about, but didn't realize endorphins were associated with it, and that's sex. So creating that blissful feeling you get during and after having sex is the endorphins. And then they also produce other hormones that are involved in those feelings of love that you may have between yourself and another person. Music. Any type of music, singing, dance, beating on a drum, you're releasing a rush of endorphins are coming out through music and the vibrational frequencies that music creates within the body-mind. Laughter is another great way. Uh, then we have the sun, ultraviolet light that comes from the sun. It stimulates um, what are called the beta endorphins that are located in your skin, so spinning out in sunlight. This is why many times when people have depression or seasonal affective disorder, we tell them get out in the sunshine, get under some light, because that helps increase the endorphins, which increases the dopamine to help them feel better. This next one is an interesting one. And this is one we give to people in need. So this is what we call the helper's highs, that warm, fuzzy feeling we get when we do good deeds for other people. So Christmas is a time when a lot of people are increasing their endorphins just by being kind and nice and giving to people and social service agencies and things like that. Here's one that I like, indulge in dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate will do it. Yes. Those are chocolate lovers. Oh my goodness. So, your body releases endorphins in response to the chemicals in dark chocolate, but it needs to be 70% cocoa or higher in the dark chocolate. Oh my word. (laughs) And that also, who knew? But that also ties in people talk about dark chocolate um, being um, more. Feelings of love that people have when they eat dark chocolate is associated with with love and sexual pleasure, passion, things like that. This is the reason why. Oh, who knew that? Isn't that (laughs) amazing? Yeah, a little interesting bit of information there. Yeah. Also, when you eat spicy foods. So when you eat spicy foods, it causes the heat in your body, which causes you pain. And so when your body starts feeling this pain, it reduces the endorphins to kind of cause the pain not to be so strong and give you a sense of happiness and relief from the pain you felt from eating the really spicy food. (laughs) Get out of here. That is so amazing. It is. I know. I watched these shows where people have these contests for eating the hottest peppers, and I never could figure out how they could do that until I learned about this. I thought, oh, okay, that must be your secret. 
That is hysterical. <laughs> oh, gee. And then different types of foods. So high protein foods, fish, eggs, cottage cheese, chicken. You want to get about 20 to 30 grams of protein three times a day. Vegetables, fats, oils, all of these will help increase your endorphins. Oh, my word. You can also use vitamin supplements. So they have found DLPH, which is a combination of the DNL forms of amino acid, and I'll see if I can pronounce this correctly, phenylalanine. And so what they have found is through studies, DLPH can relieve physical pain of arthritis, migraines, cancer, and also reduce depression because it increases your endorphins. Oh, my word. <laughs> and then oh. some other, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm just marveling at, at this. I mean, how could I be as old as I am and know, not know any of these things? You learn something new every day. Well, I have found that most of us, myself included, you know, we are not taught about any of this stuff growing up. It's not in a school curriculum. It's not in our college curriculum. You know, unless you're a specialist who works in medicine or nutrition or natural supplements or things like that, or someone like me, you're just curious about what you can learn to help your clients get better. You're not going to get this information. But so many people are depressed and they really need this information. This is yes. critical information. Yes, it is very helpful to have this. Yeah. Um, another supplement. So your body needs nine amino acids. And I'll do my best to pronounce these, but I may not get them correct. Histidine, isoleucine, leucine, lysine, methanine, phenylalanine, thyronamine, tryptophan, and valine. So if you take a supplement that has all nine of these, it also increases your endorphins. Wow. That is and wonderful then, to know that stuff. That's yeah, amazing. So you can look, look for those in your natural food supplement stores. And then all basic B vitamins have been shown to eliminate every kind of emotional discomfort and also relieve physical discomfort. So making sure you're getting lots of B vitamins is going to help with that. That is really exciting. And then the last one is omega-3 fats block inflammatory pain. So I know a lot of people have inflammation issues nowadays. Omega-3 fats are going to help you um, reduce that inflammation and the pain associated with it. And all of this all of this goes back to endorphins. Correct. All of these help stimulate the endorphins in your body. And that's why I say at the beginning, there's no reason why people can't have adequate levels of endorphins at all times because there's so many different ways in which we can um, increase the endorphin levels within our body mind. Everybody could find something on this list that's going to work for them. That's, this is really exciting. This is really, really thrilling to learn all of that. And it works um, in your it works in your brain. Now, exactly how does it work in your brain? Well, this gets back to what I mentioned at the beginning about the neurotransmitters, the receptors of all these chemicals. Um, being transferred back and forth between the different receptors that go to different parts of your body mind, keep you in a healthy state of mind. And also the hormones that go through the bloodstream. I'm not a doctor, so I can't give you all the details of how this stuff works. <laughs> I just know the basics enough to be able to, to share with my clients and be able to suggest these things, knowing they're going to be able to help them. Very thrilling. So in your practice then, People come to you and they say, I'm depressed, I'm 
I'm, I've had this or that kind of issue. And you're able to suggest how they can raise their level of endorphins. And then they subsequently have an, an improvement in their condition. Yes. What I would do is I do like what I call a brain chemical assessment. So I have them answer a whole series of questions. And based how they answer those questions, it lets me know which one of their brain chemicals they are low in and deficient in. And then I can give them a list of things they can do to increase those brain chemicals. So endorphins is just one of many. Some of the more common ones are your serotonin, your dopamine, your GABA, your acetylcholine. And Mm. all of those affect our mental and emotional health and our physical health. Wow. And you've been you've been doing this kind of practice for a very long time, it seems to me. It's probably I lose track of the years. I think it's probably at least fifteen years I've been doing this. So even though I was I mean, trained you, as a traditional before. Yes. Yeah. I was trained as a traditional psychotherapist, but then I realized that a lot of the traditional methods don't really help people heal. So that's when I started all studying all the alternative health modalities out there, nutrition, natural supplements, brain chemicals trying to be able to give my clients a very holistic uh, form of treatment to get them to a better place. I I think we've all come to understand that talk therapy really doesn't do much. It, you know, initially it helps, but it doesn't really give you long-term relief because it's all about giving you symptom management, putting on medications. A lot of times it's not about dealing with the root cause and healing that cause so that the symptoms will go away. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I've seen it with a lot of people. I mean, um, um, the many people who are regular listeners know we've had Peter Wright on and he does um, past life regression therapy. Um, he removes spirit attachments. Those kinds of things also help. Well, absolutely. Um, yeah. Your, your spirit is your most important part of your being. And right. yeah, there's a lot of things that the spirit, the emotions, the mind, the body, they all are interconnected. And what one affects one affects all the others. So you need to really deal with the whole person. And yes. many times on the spirit level, you're dealing with some past life things that have transferred over energetically to the human in their current lifespan. So um, how, how would people know then if if they're they're having a deficiency in endorphins kind of issue or a, a chemical kind of issue. Um, well, and they probably should call someone like you. How would they know that? <laughs> you know, you really won't know until you do, like I said, the assessment, because many of the symptoms, like I'll give you an example, like these are symptoms of possible deficiency endorphins. But as I read through these, you'll realize there are also symptoms in a lot of other illnesses, mental and physical, that people could have. So you have to do a real thorough assessment to narrow it down that this may be the endorphins and not something else. So let me just run down these 14 symptoms we have here. Uh, Body aches and pains, uh, some fibromyalgia, chronic headaches and migraines. Fibromyalgia might be something that would be caused by an endorphins issue. Correct. It It would not be the cause, but it would be part of the cause and it would be part of the solution for dealing with the pain management. Okay. Okay. Chronic because headaches. I have a relative who has fibromyalgia and nobody has been able to help her. Fibromyalgia is very difficult to treat because it's underlying root cause is in a number of different locations. 
And many times it is rooted in an emotional or a, some type of trauma that the person has gone through in their younger years. And many medical doctors do not associate with past trauma with physical um, illness and disease. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I guess I can't even figure out what's the problem. You know what I mean? And yeah, yet, that's a, a difficult problem. one. to Fibromyalgia is a difficult one to untangle. Lord. Okay, so what other symptoms? Uh, chronic headaches and migraines. Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Depression and anxiety. Moodiness. Trouble sleeping. Some types of addictions. Because addictions, what are people seeking? They're seeking pleasure. Yes. Uh, because their body's not naturally producing pleasure because they don't have enough dopamine because they don't have enough endorphins to produce the dopamine. Okay. Impulsive actions, feelings of a lot of intense and chronic sadness where you really can't figure out why you're having the sadness. You just feel it all the time. People who tend to cry easily. Those who are overly sensitive to physical and emotional pain. People have a difficult time recovering from life setbacks. People that if they do feel pleasure, it's very fleeting. It doesn't last very long. And this last one is an interesting one. This is people who self-harm. So like the cutters, people oftentimes wonder, why do people cut? Well, when you cut, it releases the endorphins in your brain, which gives you a rush of dopamine, which makes you feel good. Really? Yes. Oh, my word. I, it never occurred to me that anything like that could be the case. Yeah, most people don't realize that about that. That's one of the reasons why people self-harm. Oh. oh, my word. And so you can help people who have those kinds of problems. Yes. So sometimes the people self-harm, they don't, the, uh, it's like they can't feel anything at all. Everything is just numbed out. They just don't, they're just bland. They don't feel anything in life. But when they self-harm and they reduce the endorphins and all of a sudden they feel something again and they feel alive again. I just can't identify with any of that. Isn't that sad? I, I wish I could. I, I wish I, I wish I could imagine how that would feel. And you're right. The average person can't identify with that because the average person is able to feel a lot of different emotions throughout their day, throughout their life. But there are some people due to their trauma, what they've experienced in life, they have a very difficult time feeling any type of feelings or emotions. That's so I just can't imagine. My dear, aren't you good to be helping people who have that problem? That's very good. You know, what would life be like if we don't feel emotions? What a bland, boring life we'd have. I can't imagine. No, yeah. I, I. Oh, my. How long does it take when people are getting help? How rapid is the, is the change for them? That is hard to answer because it depends on what the presenting problem is. It depends on how long they've had it. It depends on what, the, what type of trauma is. It depends on how willing they are to really work and do the work of therapy that's required to bring the healing about. Um, I would say with my clients, usually three to six months 
sometimes sooner my people, you know, people feel a lot better. Oh, my. That's very good of you to help them. But there are so many ways they can attack it from what you've been saying. Correct. So it would be what finding the ways that work for them that suit them best. Yeah, that's the way I like to work is, you know, you do an initial assessment, you find out what all the issues and problems are, you kind of try and track on what the root cause is. And then you figure, okay, what's going to be the best way to treat this person? Because everybody is completely different from everybody else. What works for one person won't work for another. So I like to have a lot of what I call tools in my tool chest that I can pull from. So pretty much with anybody, I can find something that's going to work for them. Yeah. And and p- people don't have to go to you w- w- in your office. They they you must work mostly online, I would think. Um, I do both. Uh, people that live locally here in in southern Illinois, where I live, they can come to my office. Otherwise, I do Zoom sessions with people. Yeah, but I don't know how we existed before Zoom, really. <laughs> well, Zoom, yeah. Up until the COVID, very few therapists use Zoom. But ever since COVID, it's become a very, very popular way for therapists to work with people. Yeah. I mean, it certainly has been for me as well, because um, it's it's just, I mean, it, it really is very hard for, for people to, uh, uh, my goodness, I'm still thinking about the, the notion of people not having emotions. I can't imagine that. Like compassion or... Or, or just just not even having emotions. I, I really, Joyce, I can't imagine that. That must be a terrible thing. It is difficult to imagine. You know, sometimes I may ask a client, can you tell me a time in your life when you felt happy? And they'll say, I've never felt happy. Never? Even as a child? Never. I have had clients that have told me they've never felt happy in their life. And that's hard for me to comprehend because, you know, most of my life I've had happy, good feelings. But I can also, when I look at their trauma past, it makes a lot of sense to me why they've never felt happy. And even as a child, they were they were traumatized as a child? and they Most never kids, felt- the trauma occurs in childhood, correct. Oh, my goodness. Wow. All right. And so, and so all the, the endorphins then work with other... Chemicals in our brains. Correct. All the chemicals are designed to work together. So you want to have a balance of all the necessary chemicals to keep you in a healthy place. So it really is is crucial that that starts in childhood. Yes. Yeah. You want to, you know, a child that's raised in a healthy, loving home is going to be raised with very good, healthy brain chemicals. A child that's been raised in a home where they, are, they did not feel love, where they were neglected, where they're abused, where they are traumatized, their brain is wired to live in a high state of fear and anxiety because they don't know what's going to happen next. They don't know if anybody's going to take care of them. They don't know if they're ever going to be loved. They feel there's something wrong with them. And all of that negativity, that negative energy kills your brain chemicals. Oh, my. Shrivels them up and many of them will die. The brain, the neuron connections will begin to die. And so the chemicals can't get across the synapses of of your neurotransmitters. Okay. I guess I begin to see how this works. Yeah. So, you know, the first six to eight years of life are crucial for your brain development. And so, you know, if you're raised, like I said, in a loving, affirming 
healthy home, you're going to have really good brain neuron connections. But if you're not, you're already a young age, your brain chemicals and connections are not going to be working properly. And so we come to earth specifically to learn and grow spiritually. And in order for that to work well, we really have to have these connections in our brains working well, it seems to me, in order for our spiritual growth to be efficient. That is correct, because, you know, a lot of our spiritual well, our spiritual connection comes from what we call the pineal gland. The pineal gland is, you know, an important part of our physical body. It's within our brain. Yes. And for people who don't know where it is, it's between your eyes and just above them. Correct. And so. And, and then also we have the chakra system. You know, the chakra system, when any type of trauma, abuse, things like that are going to cause your chakras to, um, how do I put it? They're not going to function properly. It's almost like they get distorted, they get clogged up. And here again, the spiritual connection isn't going to flow through all your chakras if you've got a lot of stuff that's clogged and a lot of heavy energy in your chakra system. So the physical body definitely affect, and the emotional mental body affect your spiritual body. And do you find then that, to to improve the function of and of your endorphins and the way that they work with your other brain chemicals also will improve spiritual growth as well. Yes. You see that in yes. people. Okay, so so I guess what I want to do is return to where I rather hopefully started trying to <laughs> tie in this conversation at the start of our of our of, of, at our introduction. I said I think this all fits together, everybody, and it all does. It all does. Everything it fits really together. Yes, um, because if we can make if people's endorphins will work well with our all their other brain chemicals, in turn, their spiritual growth will become more efficient as well. Correct. Phew. So I so I wasn't going so far afield after all when I nope. when I said this is all going to fit. It all will. Yes. <laughs> Big hug, Joyce. Thank you for showing me that I'm not so far off base after all. No, you're not. You're really <laughs> All does fit together. And so do do people come to you with more generalized complaints um, then um, when you when you because you must promote your work in more general terms, I would think. What what do you promote it as? I, I specialize in working with women who have fear, anxiety, stress, trauma and abuse. Okay. wow. All right. So if women have any of those things, they can come to me. All right, and then you tell them, um, you, you listen to their complaints and problems, and then you do you tell them, I'm going to balance your brain chemicals, or what do you tell them? Um, if I feel like they're out of balance, I will say, you know, we're going to do a brain chemical uh, assessment, and based on that, I will probably give you some natural supplements that I'd recommend that you take to balance out your brain and give you some other things that you can do to balance out their brain chemical. Okay, that sounds good. And and um, and in, but, but what you're doing in effect is balancing their endorphins with their um, uh, dopamine, serotonin, other other chemicals that Correct. work together with their endorphins in their brain, in their body, to make them healthier. Um, Correct. Okay. 
I always say if you got a healthy brain, you got a healthy body, mind, and spirit. If you got an unhealthy brain, you're going to have an unhealthy body, emotions, mind. Everything else is going to be unhealthy if your brain is unhealthy. Well, that makes perfect sense. Okay. That's yeah. and and spiritually you will not be functioning uh in a way that will make it easy for you to grow spiritually. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be harder Good. for you to connect spiritually when you're unhealthy in every part of your being. Yeah, totally makes total sense to me. All right. That that sounds really good. Thank you, my dear. That So that really one of the things sense. that I find with my You clients, don't work with men? Let me just say there was a word that, there you said you work with women. Do you work not work with men who have issues too? You know, I used to work with both. Now I primarily specialize with women. However, I don't turn men down. I will take a small percentage of men. For instance, if I have a current client that is going to refer a male client to me, I'm not going to turn them down because I want to encourage referrals. Okay. Um, So I do have at any given point, I will have maybe five or less men on my caseload. So I don't turn them down, but I don't actively seek them, if that makes sense. It does. Um, Are you able to help them, though, do you find? Yes. Because yeah, I really like men. I, I have some of my best friends are men. They're they're okay too. Oh, I'm not opposed to men. It's not that I don't enjoy working with men. <laughs> it's just that, you know, when you go into therapy, you have to find something to specialize in. It's going to be your main focus. Otherwise, uh-huh. you're just all over the place. And so this is kind of what I decided to narrow it down when I moved back to California here. I mean, back to Illinois from California. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm teasing you, of course. <laughs> but, um, but 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 truly, some of my very best friends are men. I, I yes. especially enjoy the way they think sometimes. Yes. And what I was going to say earlier, we were talking about the spirit connection to our health. What I found is when clients come in and they have a lot of this trauma, this dense, heavy energy within their body-mind system, they are having a difficult time connecting spiritually to God. But as we go through the healing process and we release all this dense, heavy, negative energy out of them and we heal of them a trauma, then they're able to very easily reconnect with spirit, reconnect with God and get their spiritual life back where they want it to be. Oh, yes. So true. So profoundly true. And and they're they're often very fear based. Um, I, I, I think that women are freer to acknowledge how fear-based their thinking often is. Men tough it uh, and don't acknowledge the fear at the heart of their thinking sometimes. Um, but their their thinking is often very fear-based too. And and uh, I'm sure you see that uh, in, in your practice. And if you can get them to release the fear, and unfortunately, very often it comes from Christianity, because yes. Christianity is so fear-based. And, yes. uh, and if they can release that, um, they're much, much more able to, uh, to connect with God within them when, when they can get, get rid of the fear of God that Christianity puts in so many people. Yeah, fear is at the root of most people's problems, in my opinion. You know, we're raised yeah, so very prof- fearful. Please say that again, because so many people will not acknowledge the fear that is at the heart of their problems. Yeah. 
Fear really is at the heart of everybody's issues and problems. We are raised in a very fear-based society, fear-based religions. Everything around us is very fear-based. When you've been through trauma and abuse, it's very fear-based. So, you know, we on the emotional continuum, at one end you have fear, at the other end you have love. And all emotions are either coming from fear or they're coming from love. And if you're living in fear, you're living in a very heavy, dense, weighted down type of body-mind. When you transfer over lift from love, now you're feeling the joy, the bliss, the happiness, the gratitude. Your body mind is much lighter. Everything is flowing much easier in your life because you've gotten rid of all that heavy, dense energy of fear that's been clogging up your energy system. Beautifully, perfectly said, Joyce. Thank you so much for saying that. You're welcome. And and but it's so true. And where when we can get rid of that, I mean, Jesus taught nothing but love. Correct. And uh, it's so tragic that the religion that bears his name teaches fear. Yes, it goes completely opposite of everything Jesus taught. Yes. And um, that's why teachingsbyjesus.com, which we are developing now, is going to teach what Jesus actually taught. And I hope help to counteract the, the fear that Christianity puts in our society. Good. I'm glad that, that is a it's a beautiful way. We're we're heading toward the end of our hour together, unfortunately, because we could talk for I think all day about all of this. But what do you want people to take away from from our conversation today? Oh well, first of all, I just want people to be aware of the brain chemicals, how important they are, how they affect your body mind system for both health and wellness, and also for disease and illness. And realize, you know, it may sound like this very scientific or medical field that's hard to understand, but you can break it down in very simple terms. And there's so many different ways in which we can increase these brain chemicals and get ourselves to a healthy state of mind. Now, the the medical committee will tell you the only way to do that is with psychotropic medications, uh, which does balance brain chemicals. But the problem with them is they have a lot of side effects and they don't deal with the root issues. So you've got to be the on them the entire rest of your life to keep your brain chemicals balanced. So, you know, in my research, I'm always looking for other things we can do like that list that I gave you to increase some of our brain chemicals in a more of a natural way. And also learning how to deal with whatever the root cause is that's causing the imbalance. Yeah. To me, a good combination of sex and dark chocolate would be, that's a great way to do it. That's a great way to do it. Yes. Everybody should be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah. a great way to do it yes. and on the beach where you're getting lots of sunshine <laughs> yes yes oh my perfect perfect combination that would be wonderful <laughs> <laughs> oh Joyce that's ideal no that it did I, I I think you have opened a lot of eyes today and yeah. and I'm so happy we're, we're going to do this again soon my dear okay um, we, we, Joyce Joyce teaches just about every good thing you can think of, which is which is um, which is wonderful. We we don't always agree when we talk about Jesus, but I think we certainly did agree today on what, when we talked about Jesus for sure. Um, this her her website is. Um, do I get it right, Jesus? Jesus, uh, what am I saying? Livingfreenow.net. I was looking right. looking at. Jesus's name again because I was trying to talk again about my website but let's talk about her website livingfreenow.net and it's a beautiful website I really recommend her totally based on her website but also she teaches some wonderful things 
um, especially about dark chocolate, <laughs> which I love. All right. Um, again, we've come to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm so happy you, you could be with us today. And I really strongly can recommend just about anything that Joyce Stewart does. So I, I recommend her uh, very much. And um, please, please never forget that you are never going to die. If you learn nothing else from listening to me, please know that. I've spent 50 years doing this research, and I have found not the slightest bit of evidence that your future is anything but extraordinary. You are a powerful, eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you really get what that means, it's going to change everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest is going to be a wonderful and rather intense man named T.J. Woodward. He's going to be with us for the fourth time. I first found T.J. when I read his amazing book. His first book, I think it's his first one he ever wrote, is called Conscious Being, Awakening to Your True Nature. And actually, it's liberating Jesus, but written from the viewpoint of Eastern religious teachings. I thought that was impossible. He did it and he aced it. It's the core teachings of Jesus, but it's for people who have been so traumatized by fear-based Christianity that they, they just close their mind to Jesus. They won't even listen to him. And most importantly, T.J. Woodward's teachings work the way the teachings of Jesus work to raise your consciousness vibration. I would not have thought that was possible, but it's true. He did it. TJ's next book was called Conscious Recovery, A Fresh Perspective on Addiction, and it's based in his deeply compassionate and love-based work with people who have substance abuse issues. His third book was Conscious Creation, Five Steps to Embracing the Life of Your Dreams. Now it's been a couple of years since I've checked in with him, and I can't wait to hear what TJ Woodward is up to next. But he's one of the most interesting and compassionate people I know, so I'm sure he's up to something. Please be sure to join us next week. And this week, we've been talking with Joyce Stewart, who is another very interesting person. She's been our guest on Seek Reality for the eighth time. Joyce is an especially far-ranging spiritual researcher, counselor, and healer. And you've heard, you know, just what a healer she is. She now heads the Living Free Center for Spirituality and Healing at livingfreenow.net. I don't always agree with Joyce's conclusions, especially with regard to Jesus, but I have come to love and respect my friend Joyce. And I, we just, we simply disagree, disagree about Jesus. And I think maybe now we're starting to agree about him too. This week we've been talking about endorphins, which are the body's pleasure producing chemicals that have to be in sync if you're going to ever be happy. Endorphins are the crucial brain chemicals that all of us need to really enjoy our lives. So, as you can see, my free-spirited Joyce, friend Joyce, she really kind of gets into everything. And now, of course, it's time once again to mention that Seek Reality Online is your one-stop source for all things death and the afterlife worldwide. Just go to seekreality.com and start to learn for yourself what really is going on and the fact that you truly are a powerful eternal being it's impossible for you ever to die seekreality.com you can begin today to learn that your reality really is eternal now as you know my nonfiction books are liberating jesus my thomas the fun of dying the fun of staying in touch the fun of growing forever the fun of living together and the fun of loving jesus embracing the christianity that jesus taught 
For young children, there's the fun of meeting Jesus. You can order all these books through bookstores or on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. And most of the adult books are also available as audiobooks. I've just got to do the fun of loving Jesus as an audiobook, too. If you want to talk about any of my books or anything at all, just remember, you can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email. You Just please be sure to give me your correct email address. I can't tell you. Sometimes I've written a long email and then the email bounces. It makes me so sad. So never, never email me without making sure you double check your email address. Past episodes of Seek Reality are available wherever podcasts are found. And many people tell me they just listen each week through the Seek Reality app that you can find for free wherever free apps are available. And meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being. And you in particular, most of all, you you alone in all the universe are the one who is most infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of DreamVision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to DreamVision7Radio.com. This is DreamVision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello.